Blog Talk Radio. And this is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fucks with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't that. They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here. It's your girl, D. Scott, for Tell the Truth Tuesday, November 27, 2018. And uh, today's show is called Attachment. And I, I kept going through some things. Now, it's going to be a quick show, too, because I just want to point some things out for people that are struggling struggling during this damn retrograde again. So, I wanted to talk about Bowlby's theory of attachment. It's an evolutionary theory of attachment. And it suggests that children come into the world biologically pre-programmed to form attachments with others because this will help them survive. Okay? So he's the one, and you guys can go way back in my YouTube videos. I think it's admins.d.scott in my YouTube videos. And I talk about imprinting, which is a mating type thing like when you're you know you see animals they try to imprint on each other so they can find each other so it's kind of like being a soulmate but you are physically doing it so that you can you know find each other elsewhere so I was having a difficult time because you know one of the things about me is I'm so sadistic that I will hurt my own feelings before I let you hurt my feelings okay and I can say that because you know Nobody can can hurt you more than your you know more than what you've hurt yourself. Nobody can beat you up physically or mentally more than you would beat up yourself. So, the theory of attachment came into mind this week because, you know, I, I have you know y'all think I'm so strong and I'm just so like oh she's just you know devil in the in the blue dress and it's not like that. I'm actually extremely sensitive and I'm extremely em- empathetic. Um, I lack empathy sometimes, but I am empathetic. And you'll have to Google all that shit. So you'll see that I absorb other people's feelings. So attachment came up because I kept trying to figure out. So instead of me trying to figure out why is this person doing this to me, right, my question to myself is why the fuck are you still around, right? What is it about this person or these people that make you feel like you need to prove something to them or be there for them or help them or anything? And so, boom, I I kept begging the universe, like, just get these people away from me. Like, just go, right? The universe is like, no, you haven't learned your lesson. Hmm? 
and I'm not talking about like in a bad way. I'm talking about there's a lesson in every struggle, every pain, every triumph, every failure. There's a lesson in all of it. And if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss the lesson. And that's what retrograde is about. Retrograde, any planet, especially Mercury, is about repeating lessons to make sure that the gods know that, okay, we tested this bitch again and she passed. And it's not about, like, cutting people off. It's not about, no. So last week on Tuesday, I was sitting down with the lady that I'm, help, um, that I'm helping with her book, and she was telling me, you know, Denise, you have to have, you know, grace and mercy in certain situations because we were talking about um, a child. For children, yes. Adults, no, I don't. Because, you see, not I, I don't fuck y'all up just because I feel like you're going to fuck me up. No, 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 no. I show grace and mercy when people are really just at their last place in life that they just don't need me to just kick them in the face and over the edge, right? I actually have empathy, mercy, and grace for those people. Who I don't have mercy and grace for, no mercy at all, is for people that consistently create their own fucking problems. They complain about the shit. And then they do such karmic shit in the universe that they forget that every time you betray somebody, every time you talk shit about somebody, every time you gossip, Every time you don't do what the fuck you put on earth to do, there is a consequence for that. Every single fucking thing I do, good or bad, has a consequence. So I'd rather reap the benefits of the good consequences, right? So I I was sitting there and I was thinking about attachment, and that was the lesson that I needed to learn because the minute that I said to myself, the lesson I'm supposed to learn here is about attachment. And we perceive attachment as you know, codependent relationships and things like that. No, 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 no. Attachment also means you just won't let go. There's an anxiety. There should be some shit called dating attachment, like where there is an anxiety where motherfuckers just don't want to be single. I'm not one of those people. I enjoy being single, single meaning not married, because I don't give a fuck if I had told you before. I don't care if I have a ring on my finger. I'm single until I'm fucking married. That's what the court documents say. That's what everybody say. So, Attachment comes up, and then, of course, now I'm getting the, you know, synchronicities and everything else. So attachment comes up, and I'm thinking, how am I attaching myself to this situation, and why is it hurting me? Why am I upset? Why am I crying? Why am I so angry and just hurt by this situation? And it was because of attachment. It was because I wanted to believe that a person was a certain way. So I'm attached to this idea that this person is a certain way. And when it comes out that that person is not at all what you thought they were, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about on any level, right? You got attached, I got attached to the idea that this person was good or this person was just or this person was, you know, oh, they don't know any better and this, this, and this. And then when you see that they do, you have a choice to make. Everybody has a choice to make. So I have the choice to say, I'm going to continue to rock with this person knowing what I know about them, right? And really the sad part is is this person is only hurting themselves. They're not really hurt. Well, they could potentially hurt other people, but for the most part they're hurting themselves. And they don't even see it, right? So when you're trying to help someone, you have to remember that, boo-boo, you're a recipient, Okay, when people are trying to help you, you become a recipient. So whether you ask for the help or not, my mom used to always tell me, never look a gift horse in the mouth. You just take it, you say thank you, and you go on about your business. 
So the attachment part comes in because I would not let go of this idea that I had in my head about this person, right? So finally, and not that they did anything bad. It was just the idea that I had, that person does not exist. They died. I don't know what happened. It doesn't exist. So therefore, Denise, you have a choice. You can either continue to attach yourself to this filth, to this grime, or you can try to work through and navigate it because you're a human and this person is a human and let go of the idea that you can somehow change this person or that this person is somehow going to change because that's who they are. And part of, you know, this is why I always say that unconditional love only exists between parent to child because I don't have to love you if I don't like the person that you turn out to be. I don't. I can choose very well today to say, you know what, I do not love you, and that is a fact. That doesn't mean I wish harm on you. That doesn't mean I don't want to, you know, be friends. It just means I don't love you or I don't care for you in a way because I was deceived and thought it was something else. So when I came to the realization that my lesson for this particular person was about attachment, it's like everything just opened up. And it made it so much easier for me to communicate with this person or not communicate with this person because you say some shit I don't like, I don't have to talk to you. Because I figured it out. I learned the lesson. I learned that I attached myself to somebody that is in pain, somebody that is suffering, somebody that is hurting, and somebody that's going through it. What I will not do is be a springboard for all that shit. I am not a trampoline for your motherfucking feelings. I'm going to also talk about investments. Okay, so if I attach myself, if I put my name on something, it means I stand behind it or my friends 100%. You know, me and Kendra used to have a saying like, I don't give a fuck if you said my friend killed 27 people and hit a monkey, you know, in a school bus. She ain't do it. Now, in that statement, perhaps maybe I wasn't afforded the same luxury, okay, or the same respect. But either way, my friend says she ain't do it, she ain't do it. So what I learned about was investment. So if I look at the last 365 days, because we're coming to a close. You know, i got a few more shows left in 2018. Very proud of myself. If we look at what we invested in, whether it be going out to dinner, whether it be the gym, whether it be our jobs, and who we invested in, right, our coworkers, any of that shit, you now have the sum total of what your 2019 is going to look like going forward. And if there's anything that you would like to change, you perhaps might want to do that shit right now, Okay. So when I was looking at investments, I had to have this conversation with a person because when they were coming to me for certain things, I said, you need to call the 27,000 other motherfuckers that had the, you know, the dubious honor of your pleasure, of, of your presence last year, because it wasn't me. You, know, you, you, you can't call me and out of a year I ain't seen you give or take eight months out that year. We not cool like that. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I'm the type of broad, I'm fucking, like I told you, I'm a sadist. I could literally be chilling like nothing ever happened. We could have a naked tango. We could do all that shit. And I would literally leave there the next morning like nothing happened and go right back to where the fuck we was at before on the strength of you didn't change. This, This physical thing doesn't change. 
why would I want to run my number count up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why would, like, and it's funny because they always say that women are emotional. No, you men be emotional. Y'all think that just because we let you hit after a year or some years or, you know, whatever, or we ain't seen you in a few months because, you know, you was working or something like that. Y'all think that y'all just everything go back to normal. Y'all think that. A lot of women don't think that. We acknowledge that your ass been out hoeing. We acknowledge that you probably was doing some shit you ain't had no business doing. And we might need to go to the doctor. You see what I'm saying? So y'all men are the ones that also, you know, grow attached to women as well. It's not just us that becomes emotional during sex. You're supposed to be emotional during sex. You are having an exchange of souls, actually. It's a marriage of souls. That's why I don't fuck around like that because that shit is dangerous. So when I learned the lesson and it was about attachment, it did. It made it so much easier to deal with this person because guess what? I don't have to deal with this person. I could just not talk to you, period. That's it. And it just it really put things in, in perspective. And so it's crazy because I was trying to help this person. And I said, well, these are the things that I know that I can do. I'm not the type of person, like, we have to have conversations, especially in business, which I'm, I'm going to talk about that briefly in a minute, too. I have to have conversations with people about where shit's going. And I have to be clear because I told you, I don't believe in that conversation. What's understood don't need to be explained. That's messages that niggas say to side bitches to keep them fucking quiet, to make them feel special about fucking not being proud of their relationship. Nah, fuck that. You know, now I don't, I don't got to put you all over the internets and shit, but if a motherfucker ever says some shit like that to me, oh, nah, bro, we we obviously not together because what's understood don't need to be explained. Now, nah, you got to explain some motherfucking shit to me, bitch. Because <laughs> if you die, where the life insurance money going? You know, if something happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, what's understood don't need to be explained. Now, nah, you got to explain some shit to me. Because I have tons of explanations on how shit need to be carried out. And I'm dealing with a situation right now where a friend of mine and her son, you know, what's understood don't need to be explained. Yeah, it needs to be explained because now legally we have a fucking problem. You know, people are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but, you know, by the child and all, you know, all types of shit. So, no, you, there are certain things that need to be motherfucking explained. So if you find yourself in a situation where a dude got you on some secret shit and you like, what's understood don't need to be explained, y'all some hood rat type ass broads because y'all y'all believe in that shit. You think you're going to go tell a queen sitting on the throne what's understood don't need to be explained? She going to look at you like, get this motherfucking peasant to fuck about my quarters. <laughs> what's understood? Who the fuck? Like, St. James Bond, motherfucker. We ain't went to no school of silence where we take oaths that we supposed to know what to do with the other. Like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all better stop listening to these motherfuckers telling you what's understood don't need to be explained. You better make that motherfucker explain it to you because I'm going to tell you what. Something happened to that motherfucker and you show up at the funeral, oh, you're going to be getting explained a whole bunch of things. <laughs> okay? You get pregnant. You get pregnant, some shit go down, you're going to be explaining a bunch of things because he might have forgot to tell you he got a whole situation or five going on. How these motherfuckers explain shit to you? So for me, you know, I sat there and I said, these are the guidelines. These are the things that I could do within the relationship based on where we at right now. And it was very minute, and I understand it was minute. What I'm doing is trying to let this motherfucker know, like, this is where we stand, you know? 
Ain't no hard feelings, ain't no nothing. It's just this is where we stand. There was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of pain. I'm really not able to recover and look at you the same. And it's crazy as fuck because I was on uh, Instagram. You guys are following me, at Sky, And this girl, I mean fucking drop dead gorgeous, was saying how she was dating this dude, and the dude told her that he don't love her no more. Okay, I don't know what the motherfucker did, but okay. And she said, you know, that shit fucked her up. And this bitch just dropped that gorgeous. She's a singer. And she said, after he told her that, you know what I'm saying? She said, you know, they still was together, but he was like, you know, I don't love you the same and whatever, whatever. They was together for 10 motherfucking years. Do you hear me? 10 years. And this is not a situation where old girl, you know, gained weight. Not that that's an excuse, but... She she was all everything was intact. The motherfucker, like I said, I don't know what happened. And guess what? Guess what the guys did? She's like, and now he's sick. He probably ain't gonna make it. And now he's trying to make. You know, she said now he want to make it seem like you know everything is okay. And you know he didn't really said that say that. And she's like, I can't go back. You men have really have got to stop talking so fucking much. You really do. And I'm going to tell you what that was. And I hope her, her, you know, La Madrina told her or whoever told her what that was. That was new pussy talking. That was, that motherfucker was out there fucking with a broad, got him some new cat, and thought that, you know, that shit was going to be better or the situation was going to be better. And then guess what happened? When a motherfucker got sick, everybody probably bailed him. was like, I'm not going to fucking deal with this bullshit. And I'm going to tell you another situation why what's understood don't need to be explained is a fucking problem. So I follow Demetria Lucas, and um, she's on Instagram under uh, at Demetria Lucas, so you could try to hashtag her at the Bell of Brooklyn. So she was a journalist. She was on a show uh, some years back, married. She's not divorced. So her and I have developed, like, in my mind, this relationship where, you know what I'm saying, I just I praise her all the time because she says a lot of the shit that I say, but I just cuss a lot. So, and she's friends with Amanda Seals. Y'all know I love Amanda Seals, the ones that does all the jingles and shit. So anyway, Demetria Lucas had somebody write into her. And basically this person was like, you know, I've been with this dude for eight years. She was like, and, you know, he refuses to put me on his life insurance policy. Okay. She was like, and we've been together all this time. She said, but now here's the kicker. I'm, he's on my insurance policy. I think they're in New York State. He's on my insurance policy, and he got cancer. He dying. Now, child, Jesus be a hedge. Jesus be a fence. It was open enrollment, boo-boo. You should have never told that broad that you weren't putting her on your life insurance policy, and you done been with this motherfucker for eight years, and she done did everything for you. Literally, like, was taking care of his kids, like, everything. Like, literally, he made no preparation for her at all. Like, when I say it all, I'm talking about it all at all. So she just up here just wasting her motherfucking time. So, you know, everybody on the ch- on the post was like, bitch, it's open enrollment, man. Get that motherfucker off your shit. And she did. So she took him off her insurance, <laughs> and he got cancer. You know, so listen, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because what's understood don't need to be explained. She she went to him and said, we've been together all this time. You've already had this life insurance policy. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is with life insurance policies, you have to, when they put you on there, they at least got to live, I think it's another two years before you can even collect. But when y'all been together for eight years and ten years, really if you've been together over five, and there is no common law in New York State, don't fucking think that because you can Google the shit, it doesn't exist. Okay? So 
Um, all that was understood don't need to be explained. Those are the types of relationships you end up in. Eight years later and the motherfucker dying, you don't care for him, his kids, everything is going on. He dies of cancer, you don't get shit and told you to your face in the cancer treatment room where your insurance was paying for him to get these good doctors. So you know what she did? Good girl. She took that motherfucker right off her motherfucking insurance during open enrollment. And she told him, she said, I'm going to still help you. I'm going to still try to be there for you. But you know what I'm saying? What's understood is now explained. You don't give a fuck about me. So why the fuck am I trying to make sure that you live so you can fucking continue disrespecting me with your cancerous ass? And I get it. So that's on Demetria Lucas's page. So she, you know, she did do the follow-up. You know, we also have the Kim Bella Jewel Santana situation. Really? Ten years later, a bunch of fuck-ups. Y'all both got plastic surgery. He got new teeth. Y'all got two kids. Like, the fuck? Like, listen, I and I'm not putting a time on nothing because really at this point I don't want to be married unless it's a marriage of everything. It's a marriage of families. It's a marriage of children. It's a marriage of money. It's a marriage of business. It's a marriage of everything, love, everything, okay? Um, I'm going to be loved no matter what. I don't need to marry somebody to confirm that. I am perfectly happy in my own little world, making my money and going to work and loving the people that love me back, you know. So um, the Kimbella situation, she's like, yeah, if you just stick it out. No, again, this is project home mentality. Like, I get it if y'all was broke up here and there, because they were, okay? But you're not finna take my 10 years from me. Your teeth fell the fuck out, and now you want me to marry you after you done ran through everybody and you finna go to jail for two years? Get the fuck out of here. And they justifying the shit. No, bitch. You should have bought me a ring when when I, listen, I always, always respected my homeboy, Reuben Brown. He used to play for the Buffalo Bills. When he, and this is some real shit, he was dating this badass Dominican chick when we went to the University of Pittsburgh, right? And he was an upperclassman, so he was older than me. And he asked her to marry him. And this is senior year he wasn't drafted nothing she said no right like a month later he gets fucking drafted and i want to say he might have played for the bills the whole time i could be wrong but he gets drafted yo for 10 motherfucking years and they had kids and everything he would not marry this motherfucker he would not do it he said nope because when i asked you after they had been college sweethearts or whatever you said no basically keep the same energy now, if you want to ride out this next 10 years with me, that's cool. Then I'll marry you then. And that's exactly what he did. And I can't, I, you know, on both sides, I can't fault him for that. Okay? We are making investments in time. And, yes, I am very aware that you look up and it's three years later. I'm very aware that you look up and it's five years later. And Demetria Lucas has a saying. It's called, don't waste your pretty. Okay? Y'all not finna have me stress the fuck out, ugly as hell, running around here worried about shit. Okay? The type of person that I am, certain things within my friends, within my circle, do not have to be explained. So, like, for example, one of my homegirls, she saw this little girl going to school. She didn't have a jacket or hat and mittens on. She didn't have to ask me, like, do you think that I should go get the little girl a jacket and mittens? She just went and did it. And that's the type of friends that I have. they not going, you know, I knew my friend was, you know, having an issue with, with his car. Okay, no problem. I'll come, you know, pick you up whatever you need. It's not, it's not even a fucking conversation. But if you and I are not close like that, you do need to explain some shit to me, and I do need you to understand what does need to be explained. These are my rules. These are my guidelines. You can take them or you can leave them. And I've had people in recent time be so stuck up and so snotty as if they have a choice. You are a recipient of somebody's kindness. 
just say thank you and keep it fucking moving. Because there is nothing worse for me than sitting on the edge of a bed, my bed, and just sitting there thinking about all the time, all the coochie I wasted, just, you know, all of that. And the funny thing is, none of it ever happened. I never wasted my time with none of these cats. I always learned my lesson. I always, you know, was loved. I always felt loved. I didn't waste no coochie. So can you imagine if I didn't invest my time properly? Yeah, there's a couple cats that I wish that maybe like, uh, but I always look at each and everything as a lesson, even Billy. You understand what I'm saying? Like I said, y'all think I'd just be dragging this motherfucker. Trust me, I didn't tell you 90% of the shit that could have been told. I said enough, and I said my piece. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have to continuously revisit that. You understand what I'm saying? I have literally a million other things that I have to be worried about besides a dude, literally. You know, so last weekend, I want to switch gears a little bit. Last uh, last week, uh, my son and I, it was a great opportunity for us <laughs> to hang out. So we went to the Travis Scott concert. We went to Astro World up in Toronto uh, last Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. And let me tell you, it literally was one of the best fucking concerts I've ever seen in my life next to Charlie Wilson. Okay. Like this motherfucker had a whole roller coaster on the goddamn stage, like a real roller coaster that he got his ass in and drove around in on the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had two stages. I mean, he had a mosh pit, like shit was serious. And, what I loved about the concert was the fact that a lot of the music that he had out, Travis Scott, I didn't even know it was him. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know that was him on Scissor's uh, album, Love. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. You know, so I was a little disappointed because we thought Drake was going to come out, you know, to do sicko mode. And um, I actually was off last week because I was supposed to be in Houston for the Astro World Festival that was down there in Houston. But obviously that didn't end up happening. And it was actually urged that I stay home and handle some business here because we got some new things coming up, uh, some new, some new uh merchandise, some new capsule collections. There's just a bunch of shit going on right now that I need to be, you know, closer to home for. Uh, Raging Reiki is still going on. I changed the hours. They are every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m., every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. We'll also be doing new moon and full moon intention-setting ceremonies. You know, just come in, some incense, some crystals, and just, you know, sit, chit-chat, maybe have a little drink. But, um Travis Scott was amazing. Thanksgiving was amazing. You know, I'm just, I'm really in a blessed space. And once that shit hit me like a ton of bricks about my attachment to certain people and ideas, and I let go of that attachment and say, now, if you didn't have this attachment to this person, would you still be doing X, Y, and Z for them? And if the answer is yes, that's a genuine connection. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You're moving forth and you're going to be blessed. A lot of people don't realize that when you are a recipient, and that's another thing I hate, I can't stand bras that get on the Internet and feel like they do this so much or somebody else do, oh, well, he did this, 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 and this for me. Okay, I hope he did, motherfucker. He halfway rich. Shit, I hope he did. Like like Tiny said the one day to Bernice Virgo, she said, all you got out of him, I think she said, all you got out of him was some outfits. You ain't get no car. You ain't get nothing. Meanwhile, he had just bought her a hundred and some thousand dollar car, even though that's the wife. What I'm saying is, is that's kind of how I look at people too. Like, that's it. Like, like, dude, like you probably could have got a hell of a lot more out of me had you a shut your fucking mouth and been, and I mean a hell of a lot more out of me as far as basically like act right. Like I would have been more gracious. I would have been more understanding. I would have been more caring if that's what you had shown me. And so you have to look at as we close out this year and as I close out this show, 
you have to look at what your attachments are. If you can look at that person and say, oh, my God, I just love them, I just, uh, that's an attachment, right? If that person doesn't feel the same way for you, right, and that person is not contributing positively to your life, you are zapped of energy every time that person is around, and you're crying literally every single time you leave this person because a lot of you girls come to me, and a lot of times when I talk, I might, I might not even be talking about myself. You, you see what I'm saying? I'll use me as an example because I have been everywhere that you girls have been. I have literally, I have been dogged the fuck out. I have been embarrassed. I done had a dude tell bum bitches he don't fuck with me. Like, it, I done had a lot of shit happen. You understand what I'm saying? So I have been plenty embarrassed before. You understand what I'm saying? So going forward, I want you guys to focus on yourself. Because if you are able to focus on yourself and realize that if the love that you're giving this person, you would still give to them if you knew that they didn't love you back, that's growth, baby. That's, that's, that's you saying, you know what, I'm making the conscious decision to understand that maybe you don't fuck with me the same way that I fuck with you. But in this moment, I'm going to still help you. Because that's my divine order. That's what I choose to do because I'm a good person. And it has nothing to do with them at all. And then you can start letting go of things. That shit get real serious real quick when you just tell a motherfucker no. You want to see how attached you are to somebody? Tell a motherfucker no. But I'm going to leave you all with uh, BET Soul Train Awards. Uh, the 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 girl that I just love so much, Miss Erica Badu. Because we all have the attachments, men too. Daddy lady, you gon' hurt your back. Drag 